Entrepreneur on Fire 773. If you're willing to dream big enough and work hard enough and run fast enough after it, you will get where you want to be. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Looking for a software developer that can take your project to the next level? TopTal connects you with the best developers all over the world. Sign up through toptal.com slash fire and take your project to the next level today. Working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations. Timing is one. Want dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Stephanie Langford. Stephanie, are you prepared to ignite? I am, John. Yes. As an entrepreneur and writer for seven years, Stephanie and her husband, Ryan, are committed to leading an uncommon life. Together with their four children, they spent last year backpacking around the globe while running their four businesses. Stephanie, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally than expound upon the biz. Sure, I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah. My husband and I, Ryan, um, oh, sorry, he's Ryan, I'm Stephanie. We tend to think <laughs> of ourselves as serial entrepreneurs, but in the very best way. You know, we always love jumping into new endeavors, which is challenging. We have four little kids. They range in age from nine right down to two. But we've been doing this for about seven years. It sort of began accidentally with the launch of my first website, which is called keeperofthehome.org. Um, a couple of years after that, my husband decided to actually quit his corporate job and to launch a music school, a local school. It's called Resound School of Music. So that school currently runs um, actually with a couple of office staff, about 20 teachers. It's still going strong, but we're not very involved. So a little over two years ago after that, we decided to run our first ever, ever healthy living bundle. Now, this was sort of a, an offshoot of my original blog, Keeper of the Home. So what we did was we packaged together all these digital products, so ebooks, e-courses. Um, are you familiar with the, the bundle idea, John? Love the bundles. Okay. So essentially, it's a really high-value package, digital products. Uh, we also work together with corporate sponsors. Now, this was a huge success two years ago, so we thought we're going to do it again in a year. But what happened was a friend of mine, a blogging colleague, Erin Odom of The Humbled Homemaker, she approached me with an idea to partner on another bundle in just sort of a related but different niche. So we did that in the spring of 2013, and we doubled our sales from the first bundle. Now, since that time, we've actually incorporated our company. It's called Ultimate Bundles. We've run three more bundles with continued success. This September, we did um, our best performing sale to date. So we sold over 18,000 bundles in a six-day period. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so in two years since launching, we've had over $2 million in sales. And um, most recently, our fourth business, now we've launched a new website and a podcast. It's at entrefamily.com, where we're sharing life and business hacks for family-minded entrepreneurs and those who, like us, want to lead this crazy, uncommon life of being an entrepreneur. 
a podcast. I love it, Stephanie. <laughs> I love the direction you're taking your business. I love the fact that you've launched four businesses with four kids. I mean, Fire Nation, what excuses are holding you back? I mean, hello, like let's take off these excuses. Let's crush these excuses today. And Stephanie, we're going to do that by really going through your journey as an entrepreneur, you know, as a mother, as a business owner, as a wife. But before we get into all that jazz, we always start with a success quote and why you chose this quote. So take it away. Okay, well, it's not so much of a quote. It's more of our mantra for how we conduct all of our business. Cool. And it's this. Everything we do has to be a win-win-win scenario for everyone involved. It is never good enough for it to be financially successful for us only. So I'm going to use the example of Ultimate Bundles because that's really our, our, our biggest project right now. So we're working with a number of different groups. We've got our contributing authors, our commission affiliates, our corporate sponsors, and our bundle buyers themselves. There's so many different uh, people that we're connecting with. And we work tirelessly to ensure that each one of those parties walks away from our sales feeling like they have truly won, like in every sense of the word, as a result of their partnership with us. And if somebody feels like they've lost somehow, because either we didn't provide enough value to our corporate sponsors, our product wasn't high enough quality for our buyers, we didn't enable and equip our authors to succeed well enough, we take that very seriously. We just don't think that a business can really move forward and grow if you're not seeking to serve every everybody that you're in contact with, everybody that you're working and partnering together with. So, so for us, um, when everybody else wins, that's when we win too. So I love that. And you know, specifically, Stephanie, when it comes to podcasts and sponsorships, and I love how you brought up sponsorships. You know, a lot of people come to me and say, John, like, when is the right time for me to bring sponsors on my show? And I love to, to share the answer, which is, well, when it's a win, win, win. You know, when it's a win for you, the podcast host, as far as it's actually worth enough money, dollars and cents wise for you to bring on other sponsors, other products and services that you're recommending, potentially diverting the focus of your podcast to other products and services. It has to be a win for you financially. It has to be yeah. a win for your sponsors. You know, they need to be able to see an ROI, that return on investment that they're putting in and trusting in you, the podcast host, you're going to portray that sponsorship in the correct way. And then of course, it has to be a win. And this is the most important. This is always what it comes down to for me. Is it a win for the listeners? You know, for me, is it a win for Fire Nation? Can this product or service truly benefit benefits my listeners, Fire Nation, in a powerful way. You know, a great example and why I love and have had 99 Designs on for over a year. You know, every entrepreneur that's starting a business, you know, design is key. Branding is key. And, you know, we can all use that. So, you know, when you go through one of my sponsors, 99 Designs, you get a $99 power pack for free. So there's a benefit for everybody involved. So, Stephanie, I love that triple win. It's so critical. It is. Yeah. So let's kind of take a step back now, Stephanie, and, and really talk for a second about what Entrepreneur on Fire is. You know, why we're unique and, you know, why, you know, we really make such an impact with our listeners. It comes down to one word, story. We tell stories, Stephanie. And mm -hmm. the first story that I want you to share with us is a story of a time that you failed or that you faced a massive obstacle or challenge. So take us Stephanie, to that moment in time, share with us that story and the lessons you learned. 
Okay, well, a little over a year ago, we were launching our second Healthy Living Bundle. So previous to this, we had had two really phenomenally successful bundle sales that just blew us away. So this was our third bundle. And in that year between our first bundle and now this third one, the market around us had just exploded with other people trying to get in on the successful bundle model. And so suddenly we had to really up our our game and try to stay at the top. So we are trying to brainstorm to figure out what are we going to do to set ourselves and our bundles apart? How are we going to raise the barrier to entry for other people that want to try to compete with us? So we were coming up with all of these ideas. And one of the ideas that we came up with was this 12-week online conference called Coffee Table Conversations. We thought we'll take a selection of authors from our bundles. They're going to be interviewed in an expert panel every week. We'll discuss topics that are related to our bundle. And then the plan was to include membership to this conference for free to everyone who purchased a bundle. And we thought, you know, this is just going to blow everybody away. It's going to knock their socks off. Nobody has done this yet. You know, we're pioneers. So (laughs) we went ahead and we launched that third bundle and we offered our conference and we signed our authors up to be speakers. And it's hard to say for sure why. Um, whether the conference idea itself was just a bust and no one was interested, whether there'd been too many competing bundles in a short period of time, whether we marketed ourselves poorly. We're not exactly sure still, but that bundle was our lowest selling launch to date. And it was really disappointing. And then to make matters worse, just after we got through the bundle madness, because it's a really huge event, we had to spend the next three months running this online conference, working with glitchy web where, uh, webinar software mm. that failed on us time and time and time again. It kept losing our recordings. We were working in the unfamiliar territory of coordinating speakers for live webinars, and live webinars come with their own stress. Uh, we were working with bad audio. We weren't skilled in knowing how to do it. Sometimes we came across unprofessionally, and on and on it went. And then to try to recoup some of the money um, that you know we'd put out for all of this and we felt we hadn't done well enough, we tried to sell it, independent of the bundle, we sold like nothing. Like it's laughable now, but back then it made us want to cry. So it was a miserable, miserable time for all of us. And we just kind of wanted to curse ourselves for ever having committed to do this thing. (laughs) But in retrospect, now I can say this a year out, um, we're actually really grateful for the experience. As frustrating as it was, we learned a lot about working with webinar and audio software. And that's serving um, myself and Aaron and a few of us uh, really well as we move forward. Uh, we became better online presenters, a little bit more confident in public speaking and interviewing. We recognized that, okay, it was a flop. But we'd been courageous and visionary in stepping out and trying something new. So this wasn't the right idea. Okay, Lots of entrepreneurs try things that aren't the right idea, but it gave us confidence, I think, to keep moving forward and experimenting with new things and not let ourselves get, I don't know, not let ourselves stagnate or rest on our past successes, but it challenged us to keep growing. So, Stephanie, there's a lot of really just knowledge and value bombs you dropped throughout that segment. And, you know, some things that I really liked is that you were willing, despite the flop, to take a step back and really be objective and say, okay, you know, these are some things that we might have done wrong. You know, these are some things that, you know, we really could improve upon the next round. Like you didn't just look at it as a total failure. You looked at it more as, okay, let's use this as a learning experience. And Fire Nation, 
We all start somewhere. We all need, we all need, and let me underline that word need, you know, our initial flops so that we can learn and improve upon those. I mean, that's the only way you're going to build upon it. You know, we're all here standing on the shoulders of giants and we need to learn what we can from people like Stephanie and people like my other past guests so we can avoid, you know, as many of the missteps as possible, but you're never, never going to avoid all of them. It's just a reality of the entrepreneurial journey. So Stephanie, what's the one takeaway that you want Fire Nation to really just absorb and walk away with today? I think it's to not be afraid of those failures, not be afraid of putting yourself out there and trying something new, even if even if it's possible that it, it will fail. Because, um, you know, my husband likes, I think it's, um, is it Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> um, he, he likes to tell about, there's somebody who he tried and tried and tried so many times to... Um, Oh, I mess, I'm totally messing up the story. Well, but it's every it's, entrepreneur, so you can just continue with it. <laughs> that's true. It is every entrepreneur. But the fact is, not everything that we do is going to be a success. There are absolutely going to be bad ideas that we have and things that we do that are a flop. And, and that's okay because it's only when we work through our ideas and we keep pushing ourselves and we stop being scared of taking the risk with our ideas that we actually find the good ones, I guess. That's, that's what we came away with it is that we shouldn't just stop because we failed once. Everything that I have done, Fire Nation, in my journey has started off as a flop. And that's just the reality. And Stephanie, let's now kind of shift gears and let's talk about an epiphany. Let's talk about a light bulb. Let's talk about an aha moment that's gone off for you at some point in your journey. And again, we're all about the stories here, Stephanie. We learn from stories. We are just programmed as humans to just really sit down and absorb these great stories that you're telling us. So take us to that moment that you had that epiphany moment and then walk us through the steps, unpack the steps that you took to turn it into success. I've been blogging for seven years now and about four or five years ago, after I'd been blogging for a couple of years with some success and a bit of income, it wasn't a serious thing for me at that point, but my husband and I had decided that he was going to quit his job and he was going to take the leap. We are going to become full-time entrepreneurs as we started this local music school. So he'd been doing a lot of reading and research around that time. And one day he handed me this sheet of his own notes and questions for himself. He'd been going through Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week, yes. which I'm sure you and your listeners are familiar <laughs> with. It's fantastic. And it he had written down a lot of questions about, you know, the 80-20 uh, concepts. And so what was bringing in 80% of my profits and what was ca- causing 80% of my frustration? Um what was I really enjoying the most? Where were my skills best used? And where was I wasting my time? What could I eliminate, automate, delegate? And, you know, up until that point, I'd really been blogging and growing my business. As this one woman show, I I'd really, I think, limited myself by what I could personally do. Um, I hadn't been willing to spend any of the money that I was earning to hire anybody else to help me to bring in people who had um, better skills in certain areas than I did. And it was at that point, I just had this light bulb moment of, okay, if I'm going to take this to the next level, I need to actually, um, I need to go just beyond trying to do everything myself. I need to really strategize what is bringing in um, the most results, the most benefits, and what is really dragging me down. And um, for me at that time, it was that I was I was too busy. I had too much on my plate. I was trying to keep up with continually writing fresh content while managing the site, trying to bring in, you know, advertisers and sponsors, uh, really manage my social media. I was trying to do it all and it was too much. 
And so it was at that point that I began to, um, I brought in a few contributing writers, very carefully selected. I worked with them really closely, but it just kind of helped take a little bit of the load off of me from constantly providing that top-notch content. And then I also brought in um, a VA, a virtual assistant, who began to just take off my plate, some of those administrative tasks or some of the connections, um, emails and sponsors that uh, were just a little bit too much for me. And by doing that, I really freed myself up to focus on what I was good at. I could really focus on building up my site. And as I've gone on, I've continued to hire. Uh, now I have a team of uh, four different people working with me and 12 contributing writers that work for the site. And it's allowed the site to blossom so much more. And I think that's been true with all of our businesses. When we've finally been willing to to take that next step and begin to invest in the growth of our business by bringing other people into our team and not assuming that we can do it all ourselves, that's when we've really seen growth take place. So I love that 80-20 rule. And, you know, there's so many different ways to apply this. And, you know, it's actually a name that I love. Well, it's not even that I love, but it's just been assigned to it. You know, is Pareto's principle, you know, which is 20% Fire Nation of your actions result in 80% of your desired outcomes. So if you just think about that and really absorb that only 20% of what you're doing every single day is actually resulting in the vast, vast, vast majority of what you actually want to accomplish, of what your desired outcomes are, that's mind-blowing. And so when you can actually sit down and identify what that 20% is, that's incredible. But where it really gets exciting, Stephanie, is that once you've identified that 20%, do it again. Find the 20% of that 20%. And you know that's what I continue to do with Entrepreneur on Fire. I continue to just laser focus on those few things that, that absolutely result in my most massive outcomes. Because all we have is time, Fire Nation. It's your most powerful resource. So Stephanie, that's my biggest takeaway from your aha moment from what you just shared. What do you want to share with Fire Nation as your one takeaway from your aha moment? Well, I think you said it. You said like that laser focus. Um, And that's what it's been for me. It's been learning to focus in and not spread myself too thin, not try to do everything and be everything, but focus in on what do I do best? Who am I? What are my strengths and skills? What are my passions? And where are my efforts best applied? So, so that's it. It's that it's narrowing that focus. Stephanie, do you know what the acronym for focus is? No, I don't. Oh, naughty, naughty. (laughs) Follow one course until success. I like that. Um, I think you love it. Admit it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) So, Stephanie, let's tell another story now. Let's talk about another moment in time. Take us there this time. I want to be there with you. I want to smell the flowers in the air. I want to know what the temperature was. What is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? John, I wish I could take you to my proudest entrepreneurial moment because for us, it was last year on the road when we took our kids around the world. And We'll never forget, you know, the smells and the sights and the places we visited. I mean, we took our kids to do real archaeological digs in the Middle East. We visited ancient ruins. We went to cultural festivals. We, you know, visited floating villages on lakes in Southeast Asia. We climbed the Great Wall of China. We snorkeled the Great Barrier Reef. I mean, it was phenomenal. It was nothing short of phenomenal. And why did it happen? Why could we take four young kids around the world to touch on every continent, to go to 30 countries, it's because of our work as entrepreneurs. It's because we spent five years in the grind, in the trenches, 
working so hard to build something to get it to this point where we could be, you know, our businesses could be streamlined enough that we could become location independent, that we could work on the road, Skype calls, emails. Um, we were able to do that. And because of that, we freed ourselves up to be able to have this experience to give that gift to our children. And, um, and that for us, like there were these moments when we were on the road. I remember, um, I, Argentina was the first country that we visited. And one night we were out with some friends having dinner, but my husband first, he had to go and he had to have a, a Skype conference call with his music school team. So he just sat down in a cafe where he found some internet and he had to Skype call with them. And he came back an hour later just glowing because he was like, the music school's okay. Like, it's doing good. They're fine without me. This thing is working. <laughs> and he was so delighted that our, our dream had worked, like this thing was coming to fruition. And it was true that we could actually um, keep it all going. And you know what it was about? It was learning to work smarter, not harder, learning to focus like we've just been talking about. It was leveraging, hiring fantastic team, member, team members and delegating to them, creating processes, um, and then using the unique opportunities that the internet, in, internet gives us today. I mean, we just live in this crazy, unprecedented time to be able to do the work that we do. I mean, we are you know, we're so blessed for that. So, so th that was really it for us. That was the sweetest success that we could imagine as entrepreneurs. See, that gives me goosebumps, Stephanie, because success in entrepreneurship means freedom. And you know, you shared, it took five years. It was a grind. It didn't just come like, you didn't just snap your finger and say, I'm going to sell a bundle. And then, <laughs> you know, two weeks later you took off, you know, for a year trip with your family. No, oh, no, you worked hard, you grinded for five years, but then you earned that success, you know, not at 75 or 80, not in your golden years, but you know, now, like when you're kids are young and they can experience these things. And when you're young, when you're vibrant, you can experience these cool things. And Fire Nation, you know, maybe your definition of freedom is being able to travel the world, you know, with your family. You know, maybe your definition of freedom is not, you know, maybe your definition of freedom is dropping your kid off at school in the morning and picking them up in the afternoon, you know, or going surfing seven days a week or playing tennis or whatever it might be. Your definition of freedom can be realized when success in entrepreneurship is realized, but it doesn't come easy. It comes with incredibly hard work. Yes, and yes. Stephanie, let's talk now about the present time. Let's share a little story about you today, specifically the thing that has you most fired up right now. You know, what has me fired up is that um, for a number of years, my husband and I have been on um, sort of parallel paths, like we've been running beside each other. And he's been, you know, working hard on the music school. And I've been working hard on my blog. And, you know, then we've begun to cross paths a bit with Ultimate Bundles. But this past year, that has really come together for us. And now we're working so much more collaboratively. Like we really feel like we are doing this thing as entrepreneurs together, as a family. You know, it really started with getting to go on that trip and now coming home home. We're launching, um, well, we just launched actually our newest uh, business. It's called Entre Family, E-N-T-R-E, -E, like entrepreneurial family. And the, the point of it is that we finally want to take all that we've been learning because people ask us about this all the time. How do you do this with four kids? How do you make this work? How do you travel while you do it? How, you know, how have you done it? And so we're starting to share that passion with other people through the website. What we're trying to build is a community of other people who also have kids, but they are passionate about the work that they're doing as entrepreneurs and growing their business. And we're joining together with them. And we are encouraging one another and inspiring one another. And, you know, because I don't know how you feel about this, John, but sometimes for us, being an entrepreneur can feel isolating 
at times. Like maybe a lot of a lot of people who hold more traditional jobs don't understand you. Um, that's definitely something that we've experienced as a couple and as a family. And so for us to finally kind of take this culmination of all the stuff that we've been working on, we feel like we finally got everything flowing well. We're creating systems and processes. And now to be able to pour that back out into into other families and other people who are starting up and to encourage them and come alongside them. Like for us, that's just thrilling. Entrepreneurship absolutely can feel isolating on so many levels. And that's why we talk, Stephanie, so often about the power of masterminds, of surrounding yourself with like-minded entrepreneurs, you know, the power of community, the power of a, of a mentor, you know, who's there to guide you along the way. These things are investments that Fire Nation are so worthwhile. You know, I look back to my investment in Jamie Tardy and people are saying, John, you're crazy to be spending thousands of dollars a month on a mentor. Like you're not even close to monetizing. But you know, that ROI that I invested in Jamie Tardy has come back 100 fold to where we're at now. So just really inspiring opportunities out there, Fire Nation. And Stephanie, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Back in the late 1900s, when weblogs began to appear, authors had little to say over how content was displayed. Full posts appeared in chronological order in block text beneath a banner with either a right or left sidebar. That was it. These days, you need to make every visit count. Your homepage is your point of contact with both first-time and repeat visitors, so you want it to be visually appealing and easy to navigate. Remember, your website visitors don't have a ton of patience. You only have a few seconds to hold their attention. Luckily, we have 99designs to help us make our sites both beautiful and user-friendly. 99designs is the world's largest marketplace for graphic design and gives you access to over 900,000 talented designers. So whether you're looking for an eye-catching website design, a sleek new banner ad, or icons to help you drive more traffic to your site, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Fire. As entrepreneurs, we know firsthand how tough it can be to handle everything on our own. That's why it's important to utilize the online resources that can connect us with professionals that we need to get the job done. Whether it's a website, a new app for your business, or developing cutting-edge software, TopTal will help you or your team get it done. TopTal offers an entire network of 1,000 developers who are in the top 3%. Everyone in the TopTal network has been rigorously tested by other established developers so you can rest assured that you'll be connected with a pro. You'll be using the same resource that Airbnb and Zendesk use to help get their projects done and ready to launch on time. TopTal is so confident that they even offer a guarantee for every new hire. If you're not 100% satisfied after up to two weeks of working with a TopTal developer, it's free. What are you waiting for? Sign up through toptal.com slash fire and take your project to the next level today. Stephanie, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sure. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was fear, for sure. Fear of leaving a stable paycheck, fear of failing, fear of not having what it takes. I, I didn't think that, that I could do it and I was, I was scared of taking the risk to follow my dream. What is the best advice you've ever received? To be myself, because there's so many other people out there that are doing amazing things and having success, but I am, I am not them. I am me, and I have something unique to offer in my own way, in my own voice, and my message is going to resonate with people. Mm. 
Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Being an insatiable learner. Uh, We're homeschooling parents, and so we're constantly teaching our kids the importance of being people who love to learn, who don't stop learning just because school isn't in session. So as adults, we model that by continually reading books and articles, listening to podcasts, attending conferences, talking to other successful people. We never, ever want to stop learning and growing and challenging ourselves, and I think that is foundational to being an entrepreneur. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Actually, at our new website, entrefamily.com forward slash resources, we're beginning to build up um, a list of all of the the podcasts and the books and uh, web services and things that we use to run our businesses. All right. I'm going to make sure Entrepreneur on Fire is on there. (laughs) Yes. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, I already mentioned 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, and I just have to bring it up again because that was so foundational to both of uh, my husband and I, really helping us figure out how to make our businesses tick without doing everything and without wasting our time on the things that were unimportant. And that was also what really fueled our dream to become location independent. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Stephanie, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I think the first thing I would do would be to connect with other people online and I would begin to look for a need. You know, that's how I started my first blog, by finding a gap in what already existed in a niche that I was knowledgeable and passionate about. And that's how we've launched every business of ours since then. We've kept our eyes and ears open to see what people are looking for, what gaps exist in the market and what people are asking for. And then we've sought um, to meet those needs. There's this great Zig Ziglar quote that I love that says, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough yes. other people get what they want. <laughs> love that. And Stephanie, let's end it today uh, literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Well, the best way is to come over to entrefamily.com and connect with me um, by contacting us or uh, you know joining us on Facebook or Twitter. That's where I'm going to be the most right now. And I would love to connect with other entrepreneurs there. And what's that parting piece of guidance? Oh, parting piece of guidance. <laughs> John, you threw this last one at me. Um, <laughs> that's part of your plan, isn't it? Yes. Sneaky John. It's just to go for it, to not let fear hold you back to hustle and run after your dreams and don't let anybody else tell you no that you can't do it and don't let those you know those fears and doubts inside of you tell you that you can't do it just to go for it because you can if you're willing to dream big enough and work hard enough and run fast enough after it you will get where you want to be look at that Stephanie I put you on the spot you deliver literally (laughs) on fire and Fire Nation you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with and you have been hanging out with Stephanie and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Stephanie in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. And Stephanie, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much. 
Fire Nation, ready to stop with the excuses and launch your podcast? Join Kate and I on our free podcast workshop, and I'll hand you the keys to Ignite. Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.